0: You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Dr. Brian Cole and Steve Cashel on six seventy The Score. Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole, with you Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning, and Dr. Cole, uh, you being the head team physician for the Chicago Bulls, you also help out the Chicago White Sox, don't you?
1: I do, and what I can, some of the most enjoyable moments I have with the White Sox are we have to be there about an hour and a half, two hours before the game. Sure, and our, I, I so that's my time when I work out. And um, because there's generally, you know, the good news is not a lot going on. So that certainly requires an orthopedic surgeon. And um, not only do they have great food in the training room, really healthy food. Uh, I get to work. Uh, Alan Thomas will be hanging out. Who's their strength and conditioning uh, uh, head of the director of strength and conditioning? Uh, is there? So we'll talk about exercise. We'll talk about fitness, and um, so that's actually really enjoyable. That's a terrific break for me, and it gets me gives me a chance to get a quality workout in with uh, someone knowledgeable around me.
0: Alan Thomas has been with the White Sox for 22 years, 16th season now as director of strength and conditioning. Alan, thanks for joining us here on Sports Medicine weekly. Can you explain your role exactly with the White Sox?
2: <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, a conglomerate of everything. A little bit of sports psychology, uh, dad of the summer, uh, probably a little bit of strength conditioning. No, I'm, I'm not just joking. But uh, really... Um, um, goes back to a, a long time ago when I was actually playing. I'll give you a little uh, summary of how I got here. Um, was wasn't uh, really strength coaches in the organization at the time, as, as well as um, throughout baseball in the minor leagues for, for many, many years. So, um, I guess my time here as a player was very shallow and, and very short. Um, but but someone saw uh, what I was doing in between. And what, the, what I mean is uh, when I wasn't playing, uh, I don't think I was good enough to play. I was sitting on the sidelines and, and uh, helping keeping guys healthy by getting them in, in the weight room with me and something I had a passion and desire since I was probably six or seven years old uh, to do. Um, and um, obviously injuries started going down, started seeing consistency and and um and workouts and guys uh, uh hamstring problems and you know uh so forth and so on and um one day ken williams came through as the director of player development at the time and he goes uh, hey he's doing all of this work and um one of our athletic trainers actually spoke up and say uh it's at over there he, he's uh you know is Undergrad was uh, sports medicine now athletic training, uh, but he loves the exercise science part. And um, and we kind of just let him go. We don't have a strength coach. Uh, the athletic trainer is kind of doing everything. So you know, we knew he was he was uh, had good favor in the team and and trying to help out. And uh, you know, here I am today, unfortunately. Much rather be playing, <laughs> but, but um, really found my knack, and that's kind of what I study and my passion is. so.
1: Is most of your, as I've been there, sort of watch what you do with the players in the training room. Is sure. a lot of, uh, are you sort of creating and tailoring uh, strength and conditioning programs uh, during the season and also off season for the players? Is that one of your primary jobs right now?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. So, so. Basically, I work with my colleagues. I mean, we've all been together a long time, but the whole the whole process is really just getting a good periodization scheme down, um, and then also allowing continuity going from uh, low A to high A or high A to double A, or and, and in other words, if it, it was Tuesday, everywhere in baseball in our organization then everyone and every other everyone and every one of our organization were probably good chance that they're doing upper body for that day. So and then as you said as far as tailoring it it was we tailor it um, based on needs and and movement patterns that are, are uh, emulated through a game. So that's kind of what <clears throat> my eye and my knack is it has to be training with purpose not just to be training. And also uh, a good periodization scheme, which means taking uh, our athletes through the phases, knowing when dog days are and when to back off and when to push and, and you know, when to step, pump the brakes or, or, or step on the pedal for a gas to go. So <clears throat> those are the things you learn through the years. But uh, we've like to think we've mastered, but, you know, that's not the case, always learning. And um, that's just kind of what I do.
0: Alan Thomas, our guest, the uh, Director of Strength and Conditioning for the Chicago White Sox. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole at Sports Medicine Weekly. Do you go as far back with the Sox when Carlton Fisk played, Alan? (laughs) Was that That, before your time?
2: That's that's really funny. I'm I'm, uh, 45 uh, years old, so I did watch Carlton Fisk, but my my first year uh, playing with the Sox was in 95, so... Always had a love of watching, but Harold Baines was my favorite. So that's kind of when I got kind of got in
0: tune in the, in the early '80s. Okay, because I asked because I, I, memory serves me that um, Carlton was one of the first guys to really lift weights after the game, right? I remember he used so, to work on Nautilus. What yeah, do you know you're, about that? you're
2: exactly right. Now I know the history as far as that, and you know, just uh, learning a lot from Herm as well as the guys. In yes, uh, Fist was one of those guys that you know they. He begged for them to get a, uh, a piece of uh, equipment in for him to come in. Now, I understand he was a little slow as far as timing of when he'd come in, um, but uh, he, he was actually one of the first guys that Herm kind of um, uh, tells the story of actually getting in and actually doing a strength conditioning program here at you know as, as far as the White Sox.
0: Well, and Herm Schneider, of course, is the head head uh, team trainer for the Chicago White Sox. All right. So, do do ball players, do White Sox players, lift weights before the game, after the game, during the season, compared to off season? Then, Alan,
2: we do. Our program is is definitely um, hands on, which means we're trying to uh, use uh, a simple um, technique called the overload principle. Um, so we don't want them to uh, degradate as the season goes on. So you have to have a maintenance program involved in that. So uh, that means that, yes, there is training. Now, my philosophy and, and all my other colleagues that work with me, we feel like when uh, you have an athlete, or we call them a soldier, and, and you want them to go to war, uh, now we're trying to get them to, to be able to move and be mobile before the game spike testosterone and all those good things and we know that helps with endocrine system to get them going um so you know and our program is not a 3 hour program it's not a you know it's it's a probably 35 40 minute program we get the juices flowing we they have a more productive day and not lethargic so we would prefer them to train before uh knowing that they're going to be more fluid and more more um apt to you know um be stretched out more than they would just being stiff, um, not doing anything before a st- uh, regular stretch or any of that nature.
1: Look, you know, look, I have a question. I recently yeah. uh, took, you know, I've been involved with the White Sox peripherally for a long time. Sure. But uh, had recently took over as uh, the head, head team physician for the Chicago Dogs. You heard of the Chicago mm-hmm. Dogs? Oh yeah. It's Yeah. An
2: awesome, awesome place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a beautiful stadium, yeah. and a lot of these guys have been in the MLB. They played you know, three to five years, and there is some There is some real talent there. Oh, yeah. But I, I, the thing that's always struck me about baseball players, and I'm just really curious, and I, I, we've never had this conversation. With, you and I have had a chance to talk a lot. I always love sitting down with you when I'm there um, and downing a few protein bars. Um, <laughs> uh, w- there's the, the variability in body habitus or physique sure. is so extraordinary. Like if yeah. you took, I mean, I think, you know, I, if you took a bunch of these guys and had them – Take off their shirt and line up. Mm-hmm. You know? Just you know, truth be told, the public would be amazed. I mean, wouldn't you say that? Yet they're like some of the most amazing athletes from a skill and athleticism point of view, and even speed. Right? Like you see guys, you're like, there's no way you're fast. Yes, and it's that—that's the thing that has always blown me away. That's been so counterintuitive.
2: No, no, I I think that is a very, very uh, good point because we're just talking about today about the unpredictability that the game of baseball. Um, uh, has. I mean, you, you look at a kid or a young man by the name Altuve, Al Tuve, who's 5'7, 169 pounds, but he's averaging 25 to 30 homers a year. And you take a Avisel Garcia, who's 6'5, 255, shred it, and he's averaging 16 the 17 homers a year. And, and you go, what the heck?
1: I right, mean, how is that right, possible? Right.
2: Right. um so and i think that that's what people are trying to understand and dig and find and try this sport is one thing that i don't think it's ever going to be figured out
0: yeah I, I agree i agree all right final question alan thomas yep. strength conditioning coach of the white sox give us something for the uh, little league uh, parents out there i've got two boys in travel baseball 14 and 11 um should they be lifting weights what's the best to work on their baseball skills what do they what do they do
2: I think you start from the ground up. I think it's a, it's a body weight first thing. Uh, now that's still training. I, you know, so a lot of people think training is you're gonna grab, grab weight. Even our grown-up adults here um, start with body weight leg circuits. So uh, I, I'd say that they can start training at any age. It doesn't take um, uh, a specific age to do body weight um, specific workouts. Um, going into that, I would say be more sports specific, play other sports, uh, learn peripheral vision, learn movement patterns um, and things of that nature. And I think you will be on your way. But that you cannot skip that step and just think, you, you know, before you can go to number two and step number three, the motor skill development and movement patterns have to be
0: a must. Great stuff. Appreciate it, Alan. Yeah, my pleasure. I need to get on here more with you guys. Absolutely. We'd great. love to have love you.
1: It. We'd love to have you. Thank Alan
0: you. Thomas, Director of Strength and Conditioning for the Chicago White Sox. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly only on 670 The Score.